Are you ready for some high adventure? Coming up next on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance recommended. The Hawk Chronicles follow the adventures of Detective Kate Hawk, who went from a Baltimore police detective to intergalactic investigator, from fighting crime on the streets to crime in the stars. In the last episode of the Hawk Chronicles. What is all of this? It looks like our war room. Maps, photos, timelines, and what are those? Now they look like engineering drawings. Kate, look at this map. Each stick pin has a thread of yarn pinned to these pictures. DC, Philly, New York, they're all over. I'll take care of contacting Homeland. I'm sure they'll want us to preserve the evidence. What's all that on the table over there? Detective, the lab was able to make out the writing on that pad from the store office. Bravo Alpha Whiskey 228 is British Airways. Alpha Romeo November. Stockholm, Sweden. Officer, go ahead and finish up with the photos. Then leave the SIM card with Officer Nelson at SIS. Jim, what do you make of these technical drawings over here? That's a bomb. A really big bomb. Do we have any reason to believe that this bomb has been manufactured? I think what's at stake here is the technology. Kate, I think I know why he is headed to Denmark. Because that's where he crashed his B-17 and met Bombmonger. Kate, he's one of ours. And now, episode 14, The Dane Connection. One of yours? What do you mean, one of yours? Our agents pulled DNA off of his toothbrush. They didn't show up in your database, so we ran them through ours. But you told me that they ran his prints and he wasn't one of yours. We ran his prints and they came up blank. Your Jerome Parks was the only match. Then, we ran a DNA search and got a hit. Somehow, his prints were either not in our system or deleted. His DNA matches a man who went missing about the time Jerome Parks appeared during the war. Do you have any information on this man? Is he a criminal? A physicist? Is he dangerous? Do you have any information at all? I'm reading through his file now. It says here that he has a degree in applied physics. A PhD, in fact. Which means he could very well be capable of converting those notes into something dangerous. Knowing how and being able to convert that knowledge into a working bomb are two different things. Do you think it's possible that he's traveling to Denmark to get the help he needs? We can't think of any other reason. When he picked up Bonlanger back in 43, we set up the transfer in Denmark. That was the same time period when Park's B-17 crashed in the North Sea. We can only assume that he managed to bail out at the last minute. He was most likely picked up by Danish freedom fighters. How do you think he connected with Von Longer? Von Longer was being held in a safe house by the Danish. It's entirely possible that Jerome Parks was in the same house. It wouldn't take long for them to discover that each were in the same field of study. Well, that makes sense. I imagine when two physicists get together, they're going to talk about theories and work. One thing could have led to another, and Von Longer may have told Parks all about his nuclear project. It was a very new field of study. I'm sure there was a flowing exchange of information. So, how did Parks end up with the bomb blueprint and Von Longer's research? That's where we need a good detective on the ground. Me? Yes, you. What can I do here that your people can't do better over there? Nothing. That's why you need to be over there. Me? In Denmark? Right. I'm gonna hop a flight to Denmark, solve the case, hop a flight back, and just stroll into work. No, that would be impractical. Kate, it's time you went for a little ride. Right. Denmark. A little ride? To get to Denmark, I'd need a spaceship. Yes, Kate, a spaceship. In fact, your 
father's old ride. The Stip? You want me to fly to Denmark in the Stip? Inside that tin can I found on the roof? You're serious. What is it your people say? Serious as a heart attack? I don't know, Pierman. I don't think I can do that. But Kate, you have already seen it in action. I have? How do you think you got to Long Wharf the day you met the controller? You mean I actually went to Cambridge in that thing? That fast? I didn't think I moved off the roof. Actually, you didn't. We brought it to you. You know, I've said this before, and I'll say it again. Pierman, you're not making any sense. This step was too badly damaged and depleted of its energy source to make the trip. So, we deployed a transfer pod. A transfer pod? Yes, it's like a miniature step attaching itself to your step. Through it, you could see your hometown wharf. The controller boarded the pod from our Martin State location, and then entered your step. We had to cut things short as your partner was returning. So I witnessed space travel and I didn't even know it. Trust me, Kate. It's just like riding an elevator. <laughs> so how is this going to happen? If you can manage a three-day weekend, you might be able to get enough leads to help out the Danish team. You'll be transported to our Martin State facility, then board our Danish ship for Copenhagen. Well, if this is all still just a bad dream, I'm still not awake. All right, I'll do it. At least I'll have a couple of days to get things arranged. I'll contact you when everything's set up. Hopefully we'll see you maybe Thursday night. If all goes well, Thursday it is. I'm still trying to take all of this in. Dual dimensions, parallel worlds, space travel through wormholes, portals. This sort of thing is right up Jim's alley, not mine. He's the sci-fi geek. Now I'm about to step into a portal machine called a Stip and zip off to another dimension meet aliens on the mothership, and then board a different stip and zip back to this world and land in Denmark. I even considered going back to the apartment to check the wine rack to see how many bottles of Merlot I may have drunk. The wheels were in motion now. All I could do was go along with the plan. Hey, uh, how'd it go with the captain? I think she'll be happy to unload this case onto Homeland Security. Hey, did you come up with anything on the map locations from your phone photos? Uh, they really don't make any sense. Uh, the sites he pinned aren't good targets for terrorism. Some of them are structures that can't be moved. Uh, we can rule out the similar prank. Uh, you got the blue police call box on North Charles Street here in Baltimore, a war memorial in Annapolis, and an unmanned uh, lighthouse in Cape Cod. They're scattered all over the world. You can have one here I'd like to visit sometime. <laughs> it's a giant beer bottle of Tuborg beer in Denmark. Denmark? Yeah, some place called uh, Hellerup. I, I'd say that's a Hellerup a bottle of beer. <laughs> Leave it to you to pick out a giant beer bottle out of thousands of sites on these maps. Hey, I have a discerning eye. It's uh, what makes me a good detective. Speaking of which, detective, have you heard anything from the unis at Parks' apartment? Well, unfortunately, as soon as Homeland arrived, they provided their own security. Our guards had to leave, but uh, the SIM disc with all the photos made it past them. Uh, we should get it here shortly. We'll have to keep this in-house. We're officially out of the loop now, so as soon as that card arrives, I'll sign off on the chain of custody. We'll make a copy and then send it on its merry way to the evidence locker. <laughs> Where it might stay forever. Detective Hawk. Nelson, I told you I'm not up for a chili dog. I brought my lunch. Well, it won't be a chili dog. Not now, not ever. You hear that, Detective Barnes? One day she kisses me on the cheek, the next I'm chopped liver. Adam's the brakes, rookie. Said Sims card in my possession. Just sign the chain of custody and I'll be on my way. 
to enjoy a nice, delicious chili dog. But maybe a rain check on a kraut dog there, rookie. Ooh, there's hope. I might have to have two chili dogs today. I'll make a quick copy here and take it to evidence. And, uh... Just what do you plan to do with all these photos? Take them home, go through it photo by photo. Could you email me the photos you took, Jim? Ah, check your email, Kate. I've known you long enough to know you're going to ask me. Good Lord. We have worked together too long. It's almost like we were married. <laughs> yeah, Pa Kettle and Daisy May. <laughs> well, Pa, let's open up this computer box thing and see what you done sent me. Well, you can uh, see the maps here in the first few pictures. Uh, that's the West Coast, uh, mid-Mississippi area, and the East Coast here. Uh, and this one's in Western Europe. The big beer bottle in Denmark. It has a check by it. Did you do that? No, uh, there are a few with a check mark. Uh, the one in Denmark caught my eye. <laughs> the discerning one? Yeah, the one that appreciates good art and architecture. Like an 85-foot bottle of beer. <laughs> All right. I've got some slideshows to watch when I get home. Uh, so, uh, have you heard anything on uh, Homeland's investigation of the arson? Nothing. And I doubt we will. Why, you still think the two are connected somehow? Ah, uh, more and more every day, both have been taken over by the feds. Pox, uh, said a German was behind the prank, and now Pox has a big bottle of Danish beer checked on the map. Huh? You know, Germans, big beer, <laughs> synonymous with each other. I'm just saying. <laughs> Right. Seriously, though, the, the German writing on the bomb plans fr from the 1940s. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right, Jim. And I saw a printer there that was made in Japan. Maybe there's Italian sausage in his fridge. <laughs> we have all the Axis powers involved here, Jim. All right, all right, maybe I'm stretching it a bit, but uh, I think there's something there. As I always say, Jim, let the evidence do the talking. Yeah, why well, we do all the walking. Speaking of which, I'm going to walk this SIM card down to evidence. Hold down the fort and don't eat my lunch. <laughs> don't worry. I can't stand raw fish. After logging in the evidence, I ate my bag lunch while I submitted a request for leave. I had so much time accrued, I knew there wasn't going to be any problem taking some time off. Jim was called away to do a preliminary investigation of a suspected arson in an abandoned tenement. It was pretty cut and dry, so I stayed back. I spent the rest of the afternoon at my desk, mulling over the photos from Parks' apartment. Other than the random check marks on the map, nothing looked out of the ordinary. It was apparent that Parks was a gifted forger, and judging from some random scribblings, he was still up on his applied physics theories. Detective Hawk? Yes, Captain. I'm glad to see you're finally going to take some of that leave time you've accrued. Do you plan on doing any traveling? I'm hoping to go to the Eastern Shore and stay at my parents' place on the river. It's good that you've been able to keep the place. My sister and I managed to keep it up, though most of that has fallen on her lately. Well, enjoy your time off. I want you back well-rested and ready to hit hard again on Monday. Thank you, Captain McCall. I appreciate that. <whistles> Pierman, everything for the weekend has been approved. Splendid. Come to the warehouse around 8 p.m. You can pull right into the storage bay. We'll store your car there. What should I bring? I mean, I don't know what to pack for space flight. Just pack for a maximum of three days. You'll be back early Sunday evening at the latest. We'll provide a place for you to stay along with meals and any necessities. We could even provide you clothing if you like. That's okay. I think I'd like to wear my own things if you don't mind. Then it's settled. Be here by 8 p.m. And Kate? Yes? Be ready to change your life forever, Kate. Be 
ready. The adventure begins as Detective Kate Hawk becomes Intergalactic Defense Force Agent Hawk. Find out what adventures await her in the next episode of The Hawk Chronicles. The journey begins. There are many things that we can all do that may help stop the spread of the coronavirus. But one thing we can all do is to have a plan in case you do get sick. First, consult with your health care provider for more information about monitoring your health for symptoms suggestive of COVID-19. Second, stay in touch with others by phone or email. You may need to ask for help from friends, family, neighbors, community health workers, or more if you become sick. And finally, determine who can care for you if your caregiver gets sick. For more information, go to cdc.gov and be well, everyone. <laughs>